right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Proverbs 12, but before we jump in, a few quick announcements, or really two. Number one, if you're just now joining us, you haven't heard that Join the Journey journals are now available on Amazon for 2024. In fact, they've been available for a month and a half. So if you've been listening for a while, you've heard this announcement plenty of times. But I have to say it again for those folks who are just joining. Um, These new journals are full of even more additional resources and commentary to aid you in your study. And we have them available for both adults and kids that join the Journey Junior. So both of those links will be in the episode description. Additionally, we just launched a Join the Journey Instagram. So all week long, we'll be posting podcast clips or um, posts to help you better understand the books we're studying and some other fun stuff. So be sure to check that out on Instagram at underscore join the journey underscore. It's a great time over there. But if social media is not your thing, that's cool too. Totally get it. But all of that said, I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer here to talk about Proverbs 12 and specifically how Christians should think about anxiety. It's Tia Stelzer. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me. Like Emma said, I'm Tia. Um, I've been coming to Watermark. Um, I've been here about five years now. It's a good while. Yeah, it's been good. It's been a journey. It's been amazing. I'm married to a saint of a man called Joshua. And we have three children. We have Lively, who's five, Juju, who's three, and then our third one due in April. So So exciting. Excited about that. For the past three years now, I've been serving as a coordinator for the Life Initiative's Unexpected Pregnancy Mentoring Ministry, which has just been such a blessing to me to get to just walk with these women with unexpected pregnancies and just see the Lord work in absolutely amazing ways in their lives, as well as in their mentors' lives. So that's just been a blessing to me, but I'm slowly segueing out of that role and two new amazing women are taking over for me. So excited to see what the Lord has next in That's my exciting. serving. Yeah. Maybe you'll come over and serve with Join the Journey. Oh, we, yeah. we are recruiting volunteers oh, right now. To you, you don't tempt me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to come for you. Well, Tia, I'm excited for you to share with us today from Proverbs 12. Mm-hmm. And we specifically gave you the prompt, how should Christians think about anxiety? Mm-hmm. Where did that prompt come from? And and I'm curious what you learned as you studied. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking at the verse Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. And how should Christians view anxiety? And I think as opportunities for faithfulness. Mm -hmm. I think we think of opportunities for faithfulness as more of the sensational things, you know, being persecuted for your faith, making disciples, sharing the gospel. But how you respond to anxiety is, an opportunity to be faithful. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can do that on your commute to work. You can do that when you're lying awake at night. You can do that when you're doing the dishes. You can either respond in a sinful way or Mm -hmm. in a way that glorifies God. So I think it's helpful for me at least to think of it not as a burden, but as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. When we're in heaven, we won't have those opportunities to be faithful. We'll see all of what we've been believing. So just try and take advantage of this time on earth when we do have those opportunities. Um, Totally. Yeah. And anxiety, you know, it's a tough topic. The rates are only increasing every Mm -hmm. year. Right now, it's estimated that 31.1% of U.S. adults experience some sort of anxiety disorder at some point in their Mm -hmm. lives. And, And there's, I think, a distinction that's important that we make just here from the beginning that, one, Tia and I aren't counselors, right? That's not not your occupation. And there can be anxiety that takes the form of worry Mm -hmm. that 
all of us encounter probably very regularly. And then there can be anxiety disorders, which Mm -hmm. neither you or I are professional counselors are equipped to speak to that specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as you positioned, you can uh, respond in a sinful way or in a way that glorifies God. And sometimes responding in a way that glorifies God could be going to counseling mm-hmm. or, or seeking further, further help medically. And so we're going to link uh, Watermark's counseling, Dear Watermark Family Letter, or counseling article, if you will, in the episode description, if that's something that you think could be a good next step for you, we'll have that there for you as well. So I'm going to let you continue, Tia. Okay, yeah. I see you've got some notes here. I've got some notes, always what, prepared. What else did you learn uh, or explore? Well, I Well, something that I personally struggled with was thinking I don't have control over my thought life. Like, mm. I can stop myself from stealing. I can stop my mouth from gossip. But my thoughts, that's like totally out of my control. Mm-hmm. But scripture tells us that that's, just absolutely not true. Colossians 3 tells us to set our mind on things above. And one of my favorite, 2 Corinthians 10.5, tells us to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ, mm. which I just absolutely love that. I mean, every single thought, not just the good thoughts, not just when you're having a good day. And a pastor, I really admire J.P. Pecluda. I think a lot of yeah. people are familiar with him. A good friend of Join the Journey. Yeah. Um, he once said that it takes just as much effort and time to worry as it does to pray. Mm. But one is sinful and a useless waste of time, and one is powerful and effective. So for me, at least, like, go to— if I'm struggling with anxiety, I'm it's like— It's big thing. Yeah, just like pray it out. You know, you can be having those same thoughts, but you can be channeling them in mm-hmm. prayer toward the Lord and telling Him, like, these are the things I'm, like, worried and anxious about. Mm-hmm. Help me. You know, it doesn't have to be like, I cast all this to you. I'm totally fine with mm-hmm. it. I mean, my prayers with anxiety are like, these are the things I'm worried about. Please give me your spirit of peace. Give mm-hmm. me your spirit of comfort. So just turn to prayer, I feel like, is like a really easy one for me. Yeah, Tia, someone might hear that and think, uh, but I I worry all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's like right. to be in my head. Mm-hmm. And you hear you hear people say, like, pray it away, pray mm-hmm. the worry away. And they're like, I am praying, mm-hmm. but it's not going away. Mm-hmm. What encouragement or guidance would you offer to that person? Uh, again, like an opportunity for faithfulness. I mean, the scripture tells us to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. If you have unceasing anxiety I mean channel that into prayer that like is a good way to be just praying relentlessly just like constantly otherwise I think I mean this scripture we're focusing on says anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down but a good word makes him glad like Mm. how do we hear the word of God I kind of talked about this in my devo you know we hear um we hear the word of God through his spirit through his word the bible and through his people so other things is just turn to scripture turn to memorization First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Super short, super sweet. Like, mm-hmm. I just repeat that one nonstop. Um, and then turning to his people um, for confession and accountability. Just so helpful. I mean, anxiety is brutal, and doing it alone is it's even like more brutal. Yeah, yeah, right. You need that support. You need that community. Mm-hmm. So definitely bringing in God's people as well. So what about Tia? Maybe the person, which can sometimes be hard to imagine— But the person listening who's thinking, yeah, I'm not really an anxious person. That's not really my problem. That's not my struggle. And not in an arrogant way. Right, right, right. Just in like a, hey, this isn't something that I've ever really had to battle. Mm -hmm. What would you leave that person with? Well, first, praise God for that. That is a huge blessing that you see me um, before I became a mother. And (laughs) I don't want to be pessimistic. There's probably something in your life that's going to change at some point. And it's just, it's hard to imagine like, 
you're never going to battle with that. I mean, just in the day and age we're in. Um, if if they're not, then like, great. Um, mm-hmm. Be a support to others who do struggle with that. I mean, we're, you know, the body of Christ is made of different parts. We have different strengths. If that's a strength of yours that you don't str- struggle with anxiety or you struggle with it well, um, use that to bless other people. Yeah, um, encourage. Yeah, absolutely. But also, you know, prepare a little because, I mean, life is crazy and things change. And I don't know, I, it's hard to imagine no one will ever struggle with that um, through all the seasons of their life. But just because you don't struggle with it now. It absolutely could be a thing of the future. It reminds me of this verse from, I believe it's 1 Corinthians 10, 12. Let me uh, confirm. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 10, 12. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. Mm-hmm. Or some say, um, if any if anyone thinks he stands, he should be careful. Right. Mm-hmm. It's easy to fall. Right. And in the context of this pa- passage in First Corinthians, it's generally talking about sin, mm-hmm. temptation, like mm-hmm. nobody's above it. Right. Uh, but there's also a reality that nobody's above the sinfulness that lis- lives in our world mm-hmm. and, and the brokenness that we encounter every day and seasonally. And, and so, Tia, I think you're right to say, hey, do I have a plan? Mm-hmm. Were, this, were anxiety to befall me today? Like right. I've never experienced it before. Do I know what to do? I know who to talk to or where to turn in the scriptures, that kind of thing. It reminds me, Tia, of Ephesians 6, the armor of God, standing therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and a shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. And there's Mm -hmm. this idea that every day we're waking up ready for whatever might come our way. And so I think you hit it that nicely. Any final thoughts or you feel good? I feel good. Amazing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's an honor and a privilege. Glad to have you. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.